0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the third day of our prayer and fasting. Tonight, we are looking at one characteristic of God. We are hoping and believing that this will help us as believers, as a church, face the new but uncertain year that is now before us with great confidence in our God and a greater hope and expectation for our future. It is with great confidence that I say to you now, as the Bible declares it to us, our God is just. Some people may come up with a different conclusion because of the injustice they experienced in the past. To some, because of too much pain and suffering they experienced in the hands of others, they may say the opposite that God is unjust and totally unfair. To those who have yet to encounter Christ in their lives, I cannot blame them if they arrive at such conclusion. Even some of them may con- question the very existence of God because of the injustice and the sufferings in the world. But how about us believers? We are not exempted from the harsh realities of a fallen world. In the words of St. Paul. The injustice, suffering, pain are all common to men. Everybody experiences them in one way or the other. I'm afraid that at times when we cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel, we are tempted to doubt and question God. Is God really just? Does God care? Oh, it's hard to be at the receiving end of injustice. These same questions being asked by unbelievers are also being asked by the believers because we experience the same thing. But I guess my question is, as believers, would we arrive at the same answer or would we find a different one? I pray that after looking at the scripture, we will come up with one definitive answer. Let us take a take a look at the book of Daniel. Uh, the book of Daniel is filled with prophetic visions that are some somewhat bizarre and hard to understand. But we will not look into the details of it. We will take a peek, a snapshot of the character of God. In Daniel chapter 7, verses... Uh, 21, okay, and 22 and 25 to 27, it says, As I look, this horn made war with the saints and prevailed over them until the ancient of days came and judgment was given for the saints of the Most High. And the time came when the saints possessed the kingdom. Verse 25, he shall speak words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and shall think to change the times and the law, and they shall be given into his hands for a time, times, and half a time. Verse 26 But the court shall sit in judgment, and his dominion shall be taken away, to be consumed and destroyed to the end. Verse 27. And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him. This is God's word for every one of us tonight. Whether this events had already taken place or not yet, Christian world. So we will not go that route. What is clear is that the horn or horns of the beast in the book of Daniel represent rulers and kings. And the beast represent the different empire that the horns rule over. In his vision, the prophet Daniel focuses on one particular horn. In verse 21 and verse 25, it says, As I look, this horn made war with the saints and prevailed over them. Verse 25, he shall speak words against the Most High. He shall wear out the saints of the Most High and shall think to change the times and the law and they shall, begin, shall be given into his hand for a time, times, and half a time. Now, it seems like this evil ruler is winning not just against anyone, okay? But more particularly, the saints, the people of God. It seems like Daniel is seeing our present day. Christians are being worn down. People are blaming God or turning away from him. As a result of this constant demonic opposition, many people have developed a shadow on their souls of fear, anxiety, uncertainty, disappointment, discouragement, and even anger. The saints are being worn out by this constant battle being waged against us. Evil seems to be prevailing. Just look at the news. Many times the crimes being done are committed by the very people who are supposed to protect us. And the reality is, the people of God are not exempted to it. And in the passage we have read, the people of God are being defeated. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not exempted. But the story doesn't end there. As bleak as it may seem, the story doesn't end there. In Daniel chapter 7, again in verse 21, let's continue on verse 22. As I looked, this horn made war with the saints and prevailed over them. Verse 22, until the ancient of days came. Until God came. God is not too late the hero. Remember uh, that this is a prophetic vision of the future. And Daniel is saying that there will be a time that God will come. It is part of his plan. God is never surprised by anything. God comes and rescues his people just at the right time. Mga kapatid, God is on our side. If we will continue on, okay, verse 21 and 22. As I look, this horn made war with the saints, prevail over them until the ancient of days came, and judgment was given for the saints of the Most High, and the time came when the saints possessed the kingdom. The judgment was given in favor of the saints. And against the evil ones. We may not see it yet. But rest assured. God is on the watch. He will come at the right time. And judge the works of the evil ones. And at the end. We win. We will possess the kingdom of God. And reign with him in glory. Remember this. It is never final until it is final. The scripture proclaims that God is a just God, just like what Abraham said in Genesis 18, verse 25. Shall not the judge of all the earth do what is judge, what is just? He will give justice to his people. He will judge the evil ones. We may not understand his ways. We may feel like running out of patience. And sometimes we may feel like, Running out of hope, but hang in there, hang in there. In Daniel chapter 7, verse 26, it says, But the court, meaning the court of God, shall sit in judgment, and his dominion, meaning the the dominion of the evil one, shall be taken away to be consumed and destroyed to the end. Here's the reality, okay? God is doing something to give us justice. And sometimes we cannot see it, but it doesn't mean he's not doing anything. God is doing something already. Amen? Now, let me give you an example. You know, I am a fan of Mani Pacquiao. I love watching his fights. And in several occasions, he lost even though the whole world knew that he won the fight. Okay? Even when it was reviewed, the authorities came to the conclusion na Panalo talaga si Manny. Now, were the decisions on those fights reversed? Hindi The injustice prevailed. Well, Manny accepted the result like a true gentleman and a sportsman. But if you will look at the records now, those boxers who claim they've won against Manny have lost Pitifully and are already retired, even at an early age. Okay. Today, Manny is again a champion, and has a broken and has broken every record there is in boxing. And the trainers and sport commentators who were once his critics are now his most vocal fan. Were the wrong decisions reversed? Again, nope. But was justice served? Definitely. Not the way we think justice should be served. God did more than we could think of. Now man is the most sought after fighter by the champions in the world of boxing. God has given has his own way of serving justice in this lifetime and in the next to come. That is why Paul said in Romans chapter 12, verse 19, Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. Earlier, we asked the question, is God just? Does he care? So, Let's answer those questions. Is God just? You see, sin has its corresponding judgment in God, or else he will not be just. But if that is the case, then every one of us will be judged. Yep, that is the other side of the coin. But it is not the end of the story. The second question is, does he care? Yep. Not only that God cares for your temporal situation here on earth, but he cares so much more for our eternal destiny. So much so that God sent his son to be the example of the greatest injustice against a man in order to bring justice against our sins He cared and loved us so much that Jesus was willing to die for us that he may bring us to our eternal destiny. All of us were hell bound until, that's the word, until Jesus came and took upon himself the judgment of God and therefore God credited to us the righteousness of Jesus. So now, we are no longer afraid of the judgment of God. Rather, we are confident that Jesus is fighting for us in this battle called life. In Revelations chapter 19, verse 11, it says, Then I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. The one sitting on it is called Faithful and true. And in righteousness, he judges and makes war. Brothers and sisters, as we face the pandemic and all the injustices that humanity humanity may commit against us, whether pandemic-related or not, as a church, let us rest assured we have God covering our back. He will fight for us. Vengeance belongs to God. And He will not fail. Because our God is a just God. Despite everything that has happened, is happening, or will happen, we know as a church we already have a great ending. We have the final judgment. Our favor. It is a complete turnaround, a great reversal. Just like what Daniel chapter 7, verse 27 says And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. And his kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve. And obey him. With everything we have gone through, let us not waver but persevere. For God has given us his kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Let us not lose sight of declaring the gospel of the kingdom to the multitudes who are already worn out today. As God's people, as a church, we can help them experience hope and peace. Amen? Even in their time of need. I hope every one of us will have this truth tucked into their hearts as we face the uncertainty of this new year. Amen? Let us pray. Lord, thank you. You said in your word, he who keeps Israel neither slumber nor sleep. Thank you, God, that you never sleep, that you are watching over us, not from a distance, but intimately and intently watching over us. And so I know, Lord, that you know That many of your people, Lord God, believers, faithful ones, Lord, they are experiencing, Lord, being worn out, Lord God, in their soul, in their spirit. They're tired, Lord God. Lord, many of your people, Lord God, in your church, Lord, they're feeling, Lord God, the pressure and the pain of the pandemic. And many people, Lord God, are suffering because of the injustice in this world, whether pandemic or non-pandemic related. Lord, I pray that from heaven, you will come and touch them, Lord. Lord, I pray that you will grant them favor and grace, Lord God. And I pray that they will find strength to, to take a stand once again and be on fire for God. And I pray, Lord God, that they will find the strength and the grace to be once again a light to this darkened world, to be able to share the gospel to their friends and loved ones in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. At this point, I want us all to take time to pray, uh, specifically for our churches in Metro Manila and our provincial churches. Please agree with me, Lord, we lift up to you our pastors and our staff and their families, Lord. We pray, God, that you will just envelop us with your protection and that you will grant us good health, Lord God, and grant us favor, Lord God, and blessing in the eyes of many, Lord. Lord, I pray, especially don sa mga uh, nahihirapan, Lord, mag-cope up with their finances, Lord, na naapektuhan, Lord, I pray that you will, you will just continue to grant them favor, Lord God. Lord, I pray dun sa mga I pray that you will give them healing, Lord God, in Jesus' name. I pray dun sa mga hindi that you will keep them that way in the name of Jesus. Lord, I lift up to you, Lord, our Victory Group leaders and volunteers. Lord, we pray for our interns, Lord God, for their families. I pray that in this season, that they will continue to grow in their faith and that they will continue to persevere to fight the good fight of faith. Lord, I pray for for Victory Metro Manila. I pray, Lord God, that our church will continue to be salt and light to the world. That we will be able to do our part in rebuilding, Lord God, this nation. Lord God, after uh, this pandemic and every calamity that faces us, Lord. Lord, we declare that Jesus is the only foundation of everything we do. God, in the name of Jesus, we pray also, Lord God, for for our church planting effort and, and the expansion effort, Lord God, all across Metro Manila. And I pray that you will continue to open doors for us in Jesus' name. Lord, we lift up to you our provincial churches all over the Philippines. Lord, we pray for our church plants, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, because even in this season of pandemic, Lord God, we have 30 new churches being planted, Lord God, as of the moment, across the Philippines, Lord, and we are grateful for that. Lord, we lift them up to you, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that you will give them wisdom and grace and creativity, Lord God, for mga church planters and missionaries. Lord, I pray that you will bless their teams, Lord God, in every ongoing victory groups. Lord, bless, Lord God, the volunteers and the victory group leaders, Lord God, helping to plant this church. Lord, I also pray that you will continually, Lord God, raise leaders, Lord God, that we'll be able to develop leaders, Lord God, so that we will continually raise pastors, Lord God, who will pastor the churches and advance your kingdom, Lord God, all over the Philippines. Lord, I pray for the ministry team, Lord God, of these churches. We pray for the spirit of unity, Lord God. And, and and I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit will continue to empower them. Lord, thank you. And I do believe, Lord God, that your church will continue to advance, will continue to grow, Lord God. We are believing for, for multiple folds of, of of growth, Lord God, even though, Lord God, that the situation may seem like hindi kami magkakaroon ng growth but we pray and we believe Lord God that even in this season you can work Lord God you can do miracles for your church Father thank you Lord we believe that your name will be exalted and Lord as the church continue to advance Lord God in the Philippines all over the world Lord I pray that we will be able to recover Lord God Not only as a church, but as a nation, Lord God, economically, we will be able to recover, Lord God, so that we will continue to advance your kingdom, not only in this nation, but in every nation of the world. Thank you, Lord. We honor you for your good. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoy our prayer and fasting as we continue on. God bless you.